Hi, small business owners. Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast, where we focus on creating brilliant breakthroughs for the small business owner. FYI, this is also the name of the number one Amazon best-selling business book series for small businesses. It's titled Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. And the subtitle is Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, Productivity, and Finding Peace in Your Business. And you can go to Amazon and you can get this in a digital copy or a paperback. And just so we get clear, because we have, at the time this is being recorded, two books. The book we're referencing today is volume two in the series. It's the Emerald Green Cover. So today's conversation is with number one best-selling business author from the 2018 book, that green covered one, Kelly E. Andrew. Kelly, welcome. Hi, Maggie. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're, you're, <laughs> you're so welcome to, um, you're so welcome. That didn't come out right. We're so <laughs> happy today. And um, the reason for that is, you know your stuff. You truly are an expert in what you're about to share with us. And I love the topic we're about to do. You ready? I am ready. Okay. Oh, cool. Hey, guess what? I forgot to say who I am. Huh? <laughs> okay. So here's who I am, everyone. Uh, my name is Maggie Mongan, and I'm a number one best-selling business author as well and creator of this book series we're talking about. And uh, by day for about, oh, closer to 20 years now, I have been a master business coach and trainer at Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc. So now let's get back to Kelly. Kelly is the rock star, okay? I, there's something really special about Kelly that I think everybody needs to know. She accepted the role of becoming a business author in our series. And I was so thrilled that she did because her chapter is the first chapter in the 2018 book and it's titled The Inbound Pipeline to Success. Now that's pretty cool, but unto itself, it doesn't make it cool until you start reading it. And what Kelly did in her chapter, this is why she's such a cool chick and knows her stuff, is she wrote the cheat sheet on how to do inbound marketing. If you follow what she says in that chapter, you will get it right. And that's why I think Kelly is so awesome. I have, I have a marketing background. I have a marketing degree. And I pay a lot of attention to what's going on out there. And I've never seen anybody take this whole topic and make it so concise and thorough at the same time to lead people through, this is how you do it. This is how you play it out. So I want to thank you, Kelly for creating an exceptional chapter. You're welcome. It was quite an opportunity for me too. Yeah, yeah. And um, Kelly wrote this great chapter. Y'all need to read it if you're doing any marketing, especially online or you're using um, digital promotion for your business because she nails it. So what I would love to do is I, I, I can't urge you enough to go ahead and read the chapter, but let's let's dive into hearing what Kelly has to say about a few things. 
because she want, she told me today that she wanted to talk about how to stay relevant in times of change. Now, before I ask her a question, I want to tell you that Kelly has been on five other episodes of ours. This is her last one. So this is how she's going to wrap up her series. The first five, and I'll give you the episode numbers, they're 59, 67, 79, 87, and 96. She actually walks you through each step of this phase, and it correlates with the chapter. So not only do you get the chapter, if you listen to each one of those episodes, and I would encourage you to start with the first one, number 59, because she walks it through and it progresses, um, you will understand even more of what she's saying in the chapter. And she gives some really cool tips in each one of the episodes. One of them I'm even going to start doing on my uh, social media. So thanks, Kelly. <laughs> You're welcome. You ready to dive into it? I am totally ready. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so... I was a little bit puzzled about where to start today, but I think I'm excited to just talk through how do we stay relevant when we know things are changing so quickly, right? So right. like new technology is coming out all the time. Um, there are new social media platforms. There are new ways that, you know, you can do email. There's ways to automate all these things. And so I think a lot of small business owners sometimes think about marketing as, well, once I get it set up, it's done, right? Like once I get it set up, it should just run itself. And I want to caution everyone on that because yes, this strategy will work, um, but you have to work it. It's kind of like, you know, when you go to the gym or when you start going to the gym, you don't go to one spin class and then say, oh, I'm done. Like my work is done here. I think we really have to keep diving into our strategy and our tactics and assessing what's working and what's not. And that's what's going to guide us on how to stay relevant and how to keep this whole system working for us. So that's kind of where I wanted to start. Okay, cool. And, and I, I think that's important. People don't understand that marketing and promotion is continuity. And that's where the win is. It's not a one and done. It's not transactional. Right. It's relational. And, and it, um, uh, what's the word? It, it amplifies itself, magnify, magnet. Well, shoot, what's the word I'm looking for? Huh. Um, accumulates, that's the word I'm looking for. I think it's cumulative. I mean, yeah. So like a lot of it to me is thinking about you know, if you've got clear, consistent messaging, it does take time for that to hit people. And it's really, you know, something that we have to think about is, are we being consistent? And that's, um, that's your bigger strategy. That's your brand strategy. That's understanding the voice of the brand and all of those. Um, I think, you know, we want to be so clear and authentic because again, I'll go back to my chapter. It's still all about humans. It's about people buying products. It's about people buying services. And so we need to solve that problem for them. We need to make sure that they understand um, what we're offering. And it just, um, it's an ongoing 
it's an ongoing, I don't want to say battle because it can be fun. It doesn't have to be a battle, but um, this idea of marketing, it never stops. It's never something that you should just set and forget. Okay. So let's, let's, let's go to the beginning of this conversation. Okay. Now that we set the stage. Yeah. In, um, in the book, as well as throughout the episodes, you've been walking us through the different phases of inbound marketing pipeline. And there's still some more left to talk about today, isn't there? That you want to cover? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think once you really understand that those fundamentals that we talk about in the book, now it's a question of execution, right? And this is where I get people who come to me and say, well, what tools should I use? What um, should I be trying this new technology? Is this going to solve all my problems and be the, you know, the magic solution to everything? And I think when, as I want to, you know, have people think about it, it's really assessing what's right for your business. And again, in the book, I, I talk about this. There are a lot of different tactics that can support the different phases of this inbound strategy. Um, but until you're successful with, with some of them, you won't know if they're the right tactics or not. Does that make sense? So like, so if we're always going back to the idea that we want to drive traffic to our website and we know we can measure that, and then we want to convert that traffic into leads, we know we can measure that and then convert those leads into sales. We know we can measure that can you take away all the confusion of what, you know, tactically what tools you're using and all of that and just really think about the basics of how do I get people to my website? What's the best way for me to do that today? And to come to that assessment point fairly regularly, um, you know, taking a look at how you're doing and then being able to say, well, if this isn't performing the way I want it to, or, you know, I'm not getting what I need to out of this, are there other tools that I can be using? Is there new and exciting technology? Is my messaging off? Am I not being consistent with what I'm actually giving to people? So really, it's not a matter of like, keeping up with technology. It's a matter of assessing your own plan, and then fitting the right technology into place. Okay, so I hear you. And I know that but a lot of people say, oh, well, tech is changing so quickly. And how, how do I know what to do? And I think you want to say something about us adapting to that tech groove. Absolutely. One, so one caution on this is instead of going out and looking at what technology is available, that can get really big really quickly. Okay, yeah. Can, you can get all the bells and whistles and you can have, you know, you can pay pay for a marketing system that is going to do all these great things. And yet, if it's not solving the specific problem that you're having within this existing framework, it doesn't really matter. And it might actually distract from the quality of your marketing to, excuse me, to layer on more technology. So like, for instance, um, if you've started a simple plan and you're just looking at, okay, I need to do some work on my emails that are going out once a lead comes in and then you go and start searching email marketing software or automation tools, those kind of things. There are 
so many options for you out there from free to, you know, thousands of dollars a month to set this all up. And I think what you have to keep in mind in that is what do I really need to do? If I only have one sequence set up, I don't need all the bells and whistles. I really just need something to help me automate and help me design better, you know, make it look a little bit nicer. So I guess in my mind, if you, if you can put your true needs in place first and then match a piece of technology to that, rather than going out and saying, oh, but I could be doing all of these things. I can't tell you how many times I've seen clients and even friends who are small business owners buy a product and not even use a fraction of, of the tools that are included because they just don't have the time or they don't have the resource to implement it well. And then that's where people say, well, marketing doesn't work. You know, I bought this thing, but it didn't work for me. Right. Excuse me. Go ahead. I was just going to say it's more a matter of size, like right sizing your tools to your business and your operation, if that makes sense. Right sizing is exactly a great term for us to remember because you don't need all the bells and whistles. Chances are, if you buy something with all the bells and whistles, you're not going to use it anyway. So you, you bought an overpriced tool that is going to go unused and most likely you won't even see the value in it because you say, oh, it's ineffective because you're not getting your ROI on it. So oftentimes the, the, the more comprehensive tools are not the best tools. Exactly. So it might be the latest and greatest thing on the market for marketing, but it might not be the best fit for you in your business. Um, and this goes back to, for me, not only technology and those types of things, but also when new social media platforms come out. I've said this in the past, it's, we don't all have to do everything when it comes to tactical, you know, marketing tactics. So Maggie, for instance, your business, Brilliant Breakthroughs, you are a prolific writer and blogging has been something that you've done for a long time. You've got a ton of blogs on your website. So that you do, and you do really well. Um, but think about when you started that, had you said to yourself, well, I'm going to blog, and I'm going to podcast, and I'm going to do video, how much less effective your blogging might have been? Because you would have been distracted by those other things. And it's, it kind of goes back to that, you can't do everything and do it all well sometimes so if you can if you choose to do choose your tactics carefully and only do what you know that you can do well with your time your financial resources your human resources do one thing really well and get it working before you add in another thing you know piece of technology social network those kind of things Right. So there's the technology is in the software or the app itself. There's the strategy of which way, what flavor our communication is, podcast, videos, blogging, books. I mean, there's a million different things we could be doing, right? Yep. And and then, then it comes down to the marketing message. And you, you have always said, first start with your message. So Mm -hmm. let's, let's talk about that because all the rest of that, and this is what I find so fascinating is 
I see small business all, all the time wanting to go ahead, dive into the tools and, and work on the strategy. And they don't even have the core of their business solidified as to what their message is. So what do you want to tell us about? Start at square one with your message. Right. Um, gosh, I mean, that's a whole nother chapter for a whole nother book, right? <laughs> the brand message and right. all of those things. But I think um, we really, I'm going to take this all back again to measurement and being able to see if it's working based on data. And this is the, the nerdy part of me, right? But you're going to be able to see if people are responding to your messaging based on numbers. Because remember, we're, we're in digital, so everything can get tracked. It's, it's really, you know, everything more than you could ever imagine is getting tracked. So when you think about, well, I'm posting all these messages on Facebook, but it's not actually doing what I want it to do, which is get people back to my website. So then is that a question of, do we need to include a link back into your website? How do we assess that step, that that first step in this process, whether it's working or not. And then it's testing and measuring. So can I use different messaging that connects with people more? Um, is my messaging from last year, here's, you know, one of my concerns about staying relevant is that businesses themselves have to evolve very quickly. Their mm -hmm. products have to evolve based on people's needs. So the same messaging that you were using last year at this time may not still be relevant your audience may not see that as the same problem that they had at that time. So making sure that we're really, um, again, going back to that human nature of this, what are your customers really looking for? And are you communicating that solution clearly to them? Right. And that's what I wanted to ask you. Sorry, I interrupted. How do we know if we're communicating a clear marketing message, Kelly? I think it's all in the results. So it's, are people responding to it? Are people um, interacting with what you're doing out there? Are they opening your email? Um, what, what actions are people taking based on your marketing mess message? Um, and I think what really works well, and this, this is a, this is a big idea, right? But authenticity is a big deal for brands. So if what you're putting out there is truly authentic and it's not, you're not just pitching, you're not just selling, um, it's going to, it's going to work and you're going to start seeing those numbers of the, the metrics that you're tracking. They'll start showing that. Okay. So you, you talk about how we communicate to solve a customer's problem in the chapter and how we if we do that well we are our specific customer not any customer our specific customer if we continue to show up and create that message really well we're going to be rewarded by gaining their business correct correct okay um, oh go ahead and and you talk about making sure that our, our message is clean it's simple, it's clear for everybody to understand so they can identify, ooh, that's me, right? And um, I know you say there's someone that has a really good quote for this. Who is that? 
I'm not sure. Um, I think it's Brene Brown. Oh, yes, totally. I'm a, I love Brene Brown. I follow her a lot. Um, so in leadership and just in life, Brene says clear is kind, right? If we can communicate clearly to coworkers, bosses, family members, anyone, it's much kinder to do that. And so I think brands can, can think about this too. When we are clear about what we have to offer, what our customers can expect from us, what the experience is going to be like, even, you know, deeper to what our values as a business are, what our culture is like, that clarity provides, it is just a kind way to help people understand our business. Um, and so I think, you know, it, it can apply both to interpersonal communication and to marketing communication, where the more the more straightforward and clear you can get on your message. And then it goes back to consistency of messaging the same way every time and across platforms, across tactics. Okay. Um, that, that makes sense. And I think it is a respect factor of how do you communicate succinctly, consistently, and people, and, and we don't confuse our marketplace as to why they should reach out to us. Right. I see Absolutely. that a lot, and I imagine you do as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, so clear is kind. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Um, so, Kelly, to wrap all this up, because you've, you've just taken us through a really great journey, and <laughs> people are probably going <laughs> to slow down and rewind this once or twice and say, oh, 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 <laughs> how do we make sure we're evolving our online marketing strategy to stay relevant. I mean, just in a nutshell, where do we go? How do we? Right. So again, I think this is getting back to basics. It's what I covered in my chapter in the book and in previous podcasts, but really thinking about your overarching strategy and then measuring your tactics and being able to constantly assess if your current tactics are working. And here, this is an interesting thought that I wanna leave people with. Uh, something that works really well for you today, you should absolutely keep using that, leverage it, it's great. But it may not work the same way in six months. And that's not to say that it wasn't the right thing at the time, but if you're a business owner who can catch that on the front end of it, and not let it continue on for a year or multiple years and say, well, this always worked for me in the past, you're gonna be ahead of the curve. And that's how you keep up with it, is just keep seeing if it's still working. And if it's not still working, think through, well, what am I, what was I solving here? What, you know, maybe it was for a long time, um, my Google ads were working really well. I mean, it, I was killing it. I was getting all the traffic I could need and now, I've started to see a decline in that traffic. Um, now what do I do? Why is this happening? And then you can really dig into that problem of, well, what that really gets down to is we need more leads to our website. So how are we going to do that? We can explore other tactics and start testing those tactics. And it's not as complicated as sometimes we make it out to be. So really I go back to um, if you can become accountable to constantly measuring your marketing success, 
you'll be able to keep up because you'll know when it's time to make a change. Right. And, and I love that. And Kelly mentioned my blog earlier, and, and I have over a thousand blog posts there, and I've been doing that for over eight years. And what fascinates me, because I do look at the metrics, once I was working with the right webmaster, I, I understood what my metrics were and started staying on top of them. I was able to see what topics were hot. Um, the different styles I had of how I presented wisdom sharing, which ones were um, being appreciated, which ones worked, because I was looking at the metrics. So over the years, um, my style has shifted, and sometimes my topics shift to address how the marketplace is shifting to attest to what you were speaking of earlier. But I would not have known that had I not been looking at my metrics. So, so there's always one question that people ask me when we talk about their marketing. And that is, well, when I start something, how much time should I give it before I switch it up? So what, do you have an answer on that? Oh, Maggie, that's such a tough question. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, and so I can give you a few examples that I hope will, will sort of help with this, but you know, it goes back to what are you trying to achieve from whatever this marketing tactic is. And so when I look at things like SEO, I know that that's a long-term strategy. That's something that um, businesses have to understand. It's going to take a few years to start seeing the real benefit of working SEO, but in a few years, you're gonna, it's cumulative, so you're gonna come out ahead and ahead and ahead. But I can't, I couldn't say to a client, yep, we'll be able to show you this great, you know, report in three months and SEO will have done the trick. Um, it just doesn't work that way. And then the same thing, the flip side of that is there are customers that I've had that need quick results, that need like, we need, traffic to our website like today because we're selling this product and there's a time sensitive aspect. So, you know, ads, um, social media ads, um, Google ads might be a good solution for them. And those you can absolutely see in a month if they've worked or if they haven't, right. if you adjust certain right. words in them, do they work better or images or video? So it's really, um, it's really based on on the tactic that you're testing. Um, and then there's everything in between those two. Like those are the extremes, right? SEO is your, your true long game. Um, right. Ads are really your short, fast, instant gratification. You can make stuff happen with those right away. And there's everything in between, you know, social media, it takes time to get in front of people consistently and see what's working. Um, email marketing, it takes time to test um, titles and, you know, figure out the days that you're sending and the times of day and what are the open rates and all those kind of things. So um, I don't have a, a, a definitive answer for you on here's how much time you should give each of those things, but you can kind of think of them in terms of what's your, what's your overarching game plan is this a long-term or a short-term solution 
Okay, so that's good to know. So <clears throat> depending upon what we're trying to do, and we can be working multiple strategies simultaneously, but we have to start with one first. <clears throat> so um, you said earlier, just to recap, we, we need to be accountable to being consistent, measuring, so we can see what we need to improve upon, and understanding what our <clears throat> what our message is, because that helps us determine the strategy, like which platforms serve us best for who we're um, trying to attract to us, right? All those things. Yeah. So this this is uh, there's many moving parts to this whole part of our business, isn't there? And each one has its own nuance. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. So first things first, start with your message and your overarching strategy, get your metrics in there, and then assess if your strategy is working. Is that a good place for everybody to end? You nailed it on the head. Okay. Well, I'm just repeating what you shared. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I imagine that everybody will have Plenty of questions to ask you once they listen to this, as well as the other ones. So what I want to do is I want to share listeners with you. We have a way for you to connect with Kelly. And that is you can go to our app. It's a free download from your app store. And it's Brilliant Biz Book. All one word, Brilliant Biz Book. And when you go to the app and download it, there is uh, an area called Ask an Expert. Click on Kelly E. Andrews' name and ask her your question, and she will respond back. So that's a way that, that we are here to serve you in like real time because we want you to succeed. Now, if your question becomes a little more complicated, well, then you two need to figure that out. But if you have like, uh, a question that you like to ask, start. Start by reaching out to Kelly because I know she will respond to that. And again, that's the Brilliant Biz Book app. And also on there, you can check out all of our podcasts. We have them housed there as well. Um, listeners, if this is your topic and you need to get a grip on it or you want to refine your game, get the 20. 18 book, the green one, volume two, brilliant breakthroughs for the small business owner. Read chapter one about inbound marketing. It's Kelly's chapter. She lays this all out for you and a whole lot more. And at the end of her chapter, she has all her different social media handles so you can follow her. And um, she has an invitation at the end of her author page for you to engage with her further and dive into this. So there's all sorts of things you can be doing to get a better grip on this for your own business with Kelly's assist. So Kelly, you, you have shared so much practical and tactical, um, practical and tactical approaches to getting people to us, our, our people to us. And I want to thank you for that. Yeah, you're very welcome. This has been quite a pleasure and honor. 
Cool. And listeners, we appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast, where you learn more about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. We'll be back next week. So until then, shine brightly.